What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey guys, I'm Kayla Shore and this is Too Much To Say. Well, I had a really fun weekend. I was um, on the road which is like, yeah, I know it's a thing now. Um, and I got to play a show in Toledo, Ohio, opening for Rario Speedwagon. And then I got to headline a show in Winston-Salem at this beautiful outdoor venue called Incendiary Brewing Company. It was so, so fun. That was full band. And the other one was just with my um, cajon player, Angela. We had a blast and it was really fun. And I think I drove, I drove my car from here to Toledo to Winston-Salem and then back to Nashville and it was this one big giant triangle and I think I had to put it like at least 1500 miles on my car maybe it was it was a lot of driving and I kind of insisted on doing the whole thing even though everyone else is always happy to drive because it's like I can really not zone out but like I can't really do too much too many other things when I'm driving so I'm like you know, listening to a podcast and driving, that's about it. And my mind can't wander too much and I can't like be like antsy. I don't know. It's like a nice little Zen thing for me. It's similar to reading a book. I can't look at a screen. It's just, it's really, it's really nice. So I drove for like probably like 20 hours in like two days, three days. It was a lot anyways, but it was so much fun. And, um, if any of you guys came out to the shows and I got to meet you, uh, just know how much it meant to me. The REO Speedwagon guys were so fucking nice. And, um, I have two more shows coming up with them in, uh, on October 29th, um, in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And then on November 1st in Owensboro, Kentucky. And those will be very fun. So I wanted to talk about something that affects all of us, whether we believe it or not, in my very strong opinion, um, Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograde is an astrological concept, and 
Mercury is the planet of technology, communication, traffic, electronics, anything like that. And um, it's when the planet Mercury appears to be moving backwards or retrograde when viewed by Earth. It is an optical illusion due to differences in orbit. So it's not scientifically real. However, and I'm always the kind of person who like, let's believe science over anecdotal evidence, whatever. But um, that all changes with this. And I don't really believe in astrology that much. Like, like I don't think that I was destined to have a certain personality because I was born on July 11th at 1.07 p.m. I don't think I really, I don't look at, the cancer horoscope and I'm like, Oh my God, that's so me. And you know, astrology is more complex. You have different things in different houses. And I think it's another tool for learning who you are. Um, it's the same thing as the Enneagram. Nothing's telling you who you are. It's, it's you, it's up to you to kind of interpret the information and see how it applies to you and be like, wow, I do that a lot. Or wow, that's something I struggle with. Or wow, this is one of my strengths and I didn't realize it. And it's the same thing as therapy in the sense that like, sometimes you just need to like, hear yourself say something it always has to be your idea man it always has to be your idea you can't no one else telling you things is really going to do that much so that's kind of my thoughts on astrology but my horoscope will always say stuff like have you asserted yourself enough today you should try speaking up for yourself for once you should let people know how you really feel and i'm like "Mm mm-hmm I think I do that probably enough and it's like my horoscope every single fucking day and I'm like yeah no I'm not sure I agree with that too much Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Mercury rules everything that goes from one point to another. So information, cars, trucks, bikes, transportation, um, the postal service, and also any kind of service like uh, like accounting services. Really anything that's like math, travel, communication, like kind of like, I guess, left brain sort of things. And uh, it happens about three times a year and it messes with things. So if you're meeting up with a friend and you said that you were going to go to this one lunch spot, you might go to the same lunch spot, but a different location across town, or you're going to run into especially bad traffic jams, or you might lose internet on your phone when you shouldn't have for any reason at all. Um, you might get a flat tire and it also, another big thing Mercury does is it brings things up from your past. So if you're going to get a call from an ex-boyfriend it's going to be during Mercury retrograde, like high chances of that. And I like just try to pay attention to when Mercury retrograde is happening. And maybe it's that thing I'm saying where it's like, you'll, you know, you'll start noticing everything or like if your ex drives a Ford Ranger, you're going to see a Ford Ranger everywhere. Um, you know, if, if you think that everything's going to fall to shit and everything falls to shit everywhere, but I don't know. I think there's something to it. Like there was this one Mercury retrograde where I was shopping, um, I was shopping in New Hampshire. We we're in this little tiny town and I go to swipe my card and it wouldn't go through. And they were like, Oh, wait a second. And they look, they look and the whole computer system is down and they're like, Oh dang it. So I think that we used a square app or something to pay for it. Or maybe I had cash. I don't remember, but their whole computer system was down and they're trying to figure it out. We go to the next door. The same thing happens. It turns out that the internet was down for the entire town of like 15,000 people. Like the entire internet, every single place. And this is the first day of Mercury Retrograde. And I was like, damn. And also during Mercury Retrograde, like I've had like three different ex-boyfriends say some stupid bullshit and be like, I miss you. It's, it's high time for that as well. Um, also being late places. I mean, I just, you're going to get caught in traffic. And if you see that it's Mercury retrograde, maybe go out of your way to leave the house like 10, 20 minutes early. Um, but it's also a time that things from your past pop back up. So I had this really, like, I got this really big phone call while I was on the road. I don't mean to be super cryptic, but it's something that's been in the process for about two years. And I've been waiting for this phone call for about a year and a half and I finally got it tail end of mercury retrograde and it's like yes I could have gotten that phone call at any time but this was probably the biggest thing in my life that I had been waiting on updates for and I've been waiting for a very long time and I'm just saying that of all the things from my past to come back up this is the most important one and it just so happened to happen during mercury retrograde they also say to not sign contracts during mercury retrograde and I had a friend who 
needed to re-sign her lease for her apartment, but it was Mercury Retrograde, so she asked her leasing office if she could sign it like two days late and wait till Mercury Retrograde was out, and they said yes. <laughs> and I signed a lease during Mercury Retrograde one time, and I remember thinking like, um, I signed the lease and I was like, I know I'm going to break this lease. I know that I'm not going to live here for the entire amount or time that I said I would. And I know I'm going to have to end up like paying extra to break this. And I was right. And, um, that was the apartment I lived at. Um, I moved in there with my ex-boyfriend. We lived together for like two months before he cheated on me. Um, but then I lived on my own there for a couple years and I just got this like strong urge during Mercury retrograde in February of 2020 to, move out and get roommates and save money because at that point I was going to be um touring that whole year so all of last year I was supposed to be touring and I was like I don't need to have this big whole like apartment to myself where I'm paying a ton of money and double what I was going to pay for because you know I used to live with the ex-boyfriend and I was like I don't I love this place so much but I don't really need it I'm never home and having a roommate who could take care of my cat would be really nice etc etc so I find a place for literally half of what I was paying to live alone. And I have these two wonderful roommates and, um, we have a, we have a yard and it's a house and it's this really, really big, beautiful place and just a lot more outdoor space. I wasn't like, you know, just a little tiny balcony like my apartment. And, um, so I broke my lease to do it because I was saving so much money. And if I hadn't done that, I would have been stuck living by myself without any sort of greenery, and in any sort of space or any sort of friends during COVID. So I moved out literally three weeks before quarantine happened and thank the fucking Lord, because I don't know what I would have done otherwise. So thanks Mercury retrograde, I guess. (laughs) And also like Mercury goes retrograde and then it hovers in a certain sign for about six weeks. And Mercury is a very, very important planet. It does a lot of things. It's close to us. Um, and cert- scientists, scientists love to just discredit things that are fun for people, you know? Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be super anti-science right now because, like, scientists have it really hard and doctors have it really hard because everybody thinks that they know more than the scientists do and they're not getting the vaccine because they read this thing on the internet. I mean, like, I have this one family member who just sends me the most heinous bullshit, and I got in an argument with them because that's what I do, because I can't just, like, have a really hard time picking my battles, because when somebody says something fucking stupid to me, I'm like, well, they need to know that it's stupid, and I'm not just gonna, like, let them say something stupid and not react. And so the, the websites that I'm getting from this person are like, it's an article that says vaccines are being banned across Europe due to risk of heart inflammation. And I was like, have you checked the reliability of that publication? And I sent um, him the link to mediabiasfactcheck.com with that website. And I was like, mediabiasfactcheck is a nonpartisan, nonprofit website that verifies the bias rating of publications. Um quote unquote, rare side effects is in the headline for the source that your article used, which is in Reuters. And I was like, people can die from peanut allergies. Anything and everything can hurt you. And then he goes, big lies going on to cover up all the deaths and side effects going on right now. I was like, 
okay, we take a risk of side effects every day that we wake up in the morning. And how do you know your sources are trustworthy? And then he just goes in and says, vaccinated are shedding whatever's in the shots and infecting those around them. And I was like, well, what's your source? Anyone can say anything on the internet. I'm sure that everybody is lying a little bit, especially those sensationalized online blogs that you sent me. And then he goes, with experience, you can figure out the truth a lot better than taking the establishment's word for it. The establishment is rotten to the core. Yeah, okay. And... I'm sure people are lying. I'm sure the government lies to us. Although I'm sure that your stupid little blogs like outkick.com and truenews.com, TRU, all of these things, they're, they're absolutely lying and they're doing it for advertising clicks because they have these advertisements on them, just like stupid little like Google AdSense things. And the more outrageous a headline the more people click it the more advertising they make and like it's not like some big corporation doing this it's like three dudes in their mom's basements who are making like five hundred dollars a month you know to fund their dungeons and dragons habit and um i just don't think that this person gets it and it's so frustrating and so like that was my little like side note that i'm not anti-science i'm just i'm anti there's a, there's a really, really great quote that I'm about to share in just a second, but it's one of my favorites, and it talks about the relationships between science and spirituality. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. 
Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, so one of my favorite quotes applying to this is, Gravity explains the motions of the planets, but it cannot explain who sets the planets in motion, which was Sir Isaac Newton. And then um, probably my favorite of all time is Science Without Religion is Lame, Religion Without Science is Blind by Albert Einstein. And I love that so much. And then there's also another good one that's skeptical scrutiny is the means in both science and religion by which deep thoughts can be winnowed from deep nonsense, which is Carl Sagan, which I think is hilarious. But there's a lot of like concept, especially within um, on a much more scientific level within the Christian community of creationism versus versus evolution. And we have a lot of evidence for evolution, like a whole fucking lot. And I grew up in a church where, um, and I grew up with, um, history books that said that, um, dinosaurs weren't real. Oh yeah, I know. And like, we have all these bones and they just thought they were all hoax. And I'm like, okay, I've been to the natural science museum. Um, and the Smithsonian and, uh, there's definitely dinosaurs. I've seen them. But um, it's it's um it's upsetting to think that I think that there's an entitlement in science and an entitlement in religion in two completely different ways. I think that um, scientists feel entitled to all the information. Not all scientists, but like this, the scientific mind, the true skeptic, um, the non-believer in anything, they have this entitlement to think that they deserve to have everything explained to them. And if they don't have it explained to them and they don't have the answers, then it most certainly cannot exist. And that feels really cocky in my opinion, because it's like, okay, well, if you understand how big the universe is and you understand that you are but a tiny, tiny, tiny fucking speck that isn't even, that doesn't even show up in the entire fucking picture, then you should know that you're not going to get all the answers, nor do you deserve them. You are a speck. You think that whoever created this or set this in motion is going to descend from the heavens and sit down in front of, you know, sorry to keep picking on the dudes in their basements, but sit down in front of Carl, um, you know, and, and be like, hey, Carl, uh, here's the answers to the universe since you've asked so clearly in your Facebook post. Like, that's not going to happen. And I think that science should be this perpetual pursuit of, of fact and understanding, but there also needs to be some understanding that you're never going to understand at all. And that doesn't mean that you can't believe in things you don't see. And, um, but then I think religion is, um, entitled in the sense that they feel entitled to their one worldview being the only one and that everybody else should fucking believe it. And and that's not cool. And if we got rid of the whole concept of like, you know, like your one true God can be your one true God and somebody else's one true God can be their one true God. And it might not even make either of your beliefs less real when you break it down to 
the simple facts, which are creationism and et cetera, et cetera. But creationism can still involve evolution. And truthfully, like, um, I always felt, even when I was reading these stupid fucking books that, I mean, there was one that said that like humans were on this planet at the same time as dinosaurs and humans have been on the planet for like what, like 10,000 years or something like that. And dinosaurs have been on here for millions. And like the, the textbook that we had at Christian school was like, would not admit that the world was older than 10,000 years. And it's like, people don't just make up carbon dating. Like carbon dating is a very, very real process. And it's just, it, these books were so stupid. So even at the time, you know, I'm, I was, was really devout Christian, but I still was like, well, doesn't that make sense that God would like, I mean, and, and there's all these quotes that are like 10,000 years are but a day to God and a day can be 10,000 years. So when they say seven days, what do they really mean? There's seven, seven days in God's time, but it, I mean, and I'm sure God, I'm sure God probably created the earth in less than seven days, right? I mean, he doesn't really, time is a human construct. So I just, I never understood that, but wouldn't it make a whole lot of sense if God snapped his fingers, big bang, sets everything in motion, and he might have to wait thousands and thousands of years, but that feels like a week to him, you know, millions of years. And he gets to watch, you know, this perfect design come to fruition and, you know, the little fishy walk out of the girl legs and walk out of the ocean and then become humans, which are, you know, very cocky of us to believe this, but his, his grand product, um, I just don't under, I don't understand that there has to like why there has to be this dissonance between the two things. And so there's a lot of famous scientists who believed in astrology, especially old school ones. So Hippocrates believed astrology was invaluable to medicine. He was born in 460 BC in ancient Greece, and he is often called the father of medicine. So he founded the entire field of medicine, establishing it as an area of study separate from philosophy and ritual magic, because up until that point, they were all the same thing. And honestly, if you throw science into philosophy and ritual magic, that's just a religion and science and religion need to be separate. Um, the Hippocratic Oath, first do no harm, is synonymous with medical practice even in modern times. He developed one of the first schools of medicine and he and his followers wrote libraries of medical treatises that are still being studied today. He helped predict and fight the famous plague of Athens, disconnected disease from superstition, and formalized both medicine and medical study, a true scientist, pioneer, and forward thinker. In 460 BC, um, he said, a quote, a physician without a knowledge of astrology has no right to call himself a physician. And some translations of the quote are even harsher, which is, he who does not understand astrology is not a doctor, but a fool. Now, those are pretty intense, and I don't know if I certainly agree with that, but I'm just sharing Hippocrates' thoughts on this, because they are fascinating. <laughs> fascinating. They are fascinating. <laughs> um, he said that he thinks the patient's astrological sign was useful as a kind of early medical history and genetic screening, giving clues as to what the patient was most at risk for. He and his school believed that signs corresponded to different areas of the body that would be in greater danger of disease and trauma in the patient. And uh, there is scientific evidence that the season of your birth appears to measurably affect susceptibility to mental and physical illness. Those born in winter appear to have a lower rate of lung cancer, while that same study indicates that summer births show an increase in asthma but a lower risk of diabetes. 
Your month of birth even predicts your lifespan with a high degree of accuracy. Both of these fall in line with Hippocrates' original assertions about the importance of astrology science. Now, I understand that was 460 BC. That was a very long time ago, but it's a compelling argument, and there are some scientific studies that back it up. I think that a lot of scientists approach astrology as like, well, this, this, and this, and this doesn't work, and this is bullshit, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of medical bullshit. There's a lot of scientific bullshit. We've disproven a lot of theories. Like, there's bullshit. Pick through what you want and find something and, and find what's most important. And it is not, it's not important to determine whether all cancers are home bodies or whether they are protective of themselves. But it is interesting that, you know, being born in the summer can affect you in different ways. And to be honest, that makes a lot more sense to me. Um, a second uh, scientist who really believed in astrology was Galileo Galilei, renowned astronomer and astrologer. Um, Galileo is perhaps most famous for having been a vehement supporter of the heliocentric model of the solar system, the then disputed fact that the Earth and other planets revolve around the sun. His views were so strong and so well supported that he was ultimately tried for heresy and sentenced to house arrest because they thought he was like practicing magic. Um, in Curiosities of Literature by Isaac Disraeli, Galileo is called the father of modern science. Galileo made important discoveries in physics, math, astronomy, and he discovered the moons of Jupiter, the idea that the Milky Way galaxy was a mass of stars, and he confirmed the Kepler supernova. He greatly advanced telescope technology, creating telescopes with an unheard of 30 times magnification. Needless to say, listing his contributions to science could fill a small library. He was also a professional astrologer. He also made a career out of drafting horoscopes for nobility and students and by interpreting astrological signs for patrons. His belief in astrology started, science didn't start and end at his wallet. He was known to make astrological charts and horoscopes for himself and his daughters without prompting or payment. A scientist who practiced astrology wouldn't have been on at the time. Galileo and his peers are referred to by the title of mathematicus, meaning a combination of mathematician, astronomer, and astrologer. That's so fascinating, right? Like, you can believe in astronomy and astrology, and actually, learning about astrology leads to learning a lot of astronomy. And the third scientist who believed in it was Johannes Kepler, mathematician and astronomer. He's famous for a number of scientific breakthroughs, including discovering the elliptical orbits of planets and the other laws of planetary motion. These laws of planetary motion would go on to be used by Isaac Newton to develop his own theory of gravity, another spiritual scientist. Kepler studied under Tycho Brahe, who is also considered one of the most prominent astronomers in history. Expanding on Brahe's models, Kepler would finish equation tables that would allow anyone to calculate the position of the planets, no matter how far into the future, based on extremely accurate models of the solar system and a precursor to calculus. He also proved that tides were caused by the gravitational pull of the moon. And I think that that proves a little bit that what's happening in the sky matters down here because it pulls the tides. So of course a full moon could make everybody go a little fucking crazy and make wolves howl at it, right? Now I know there's probably not a lot of scientific basis for that. I just think that. <laughs> In addition to his great feats of scientific discovery, Kepler also served as the official astrological advisor to the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolf II. Kepler created complex horoscopes and astrological charts for the emperor, which may have guided the fate of an entire empire. And also another... Um, there's a lot of leaders who followed astrology. Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan actually had a White House astrologer. And that's a fascinating story that I highly recommend doing more research on. But yeah, they um, they had a White House astrologer who would look up different things. And, you know, they 
like they had a color coded schedule book of good and bad days, like the book that, um, Nancy Reagan kept and, uh, very fascinating, right? They're, um, they relied on the stars for guidance and astrologers all over the country found themselves defending their work against those who would dismiss it as bunk. Um, that also he's part of a long line of world leaders who've been influenced by astrology, but most of the rest of them live over the 18th century. And, um, yeah, it's really fascinating. And also they were, they were religious. Like astrology doesn't discount God and Jesus at all. It's not witchcraft. It's nothing like that. If anything, all of these things prove that there is a God because of how crazy all the whole system is and that it controls things. And like, it would make sense that God would look at Mercury and be like, Hey, you're going to mess with this. Keep this kind of a thing and keep this rolling for me because I have bigger things to worry about. But Mercury, you got this, whatever. And all the planets have a role like Mercury, but I think it's fascinating. And, um, these are just opinions, you know, but there is a really interesting overlap between science and spirituality. And I like to find myself a little bit in between the two. And I don't think one is useful without the other. I think one is actually stupid without the other. So anyways, that's what I have too much to say about this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Kaylee Shore and I'll see you next Wednesday. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.